So, my first queen, um, and only queen, really, um, Liza Minnelli, Lies. I don't know. Okay, let's see. Mother has arrived. I really don't remember her name, like at all. Vivacious. <laughs> it took a really long time to, to think about it. I was about to say, like, um, okay. Awesome. You got to win. All right. Here we go. Come on, shoes. What? That's that's the that's the thing. That's the guess. Come on, shoes. Uh-huh. I don't know. I just had a vision. I'm a lesbian now. Wow. I <laughs> Um, I'll be honest, I don't remember either. Okay, this last one, we'll give it away. No ma'am, no ham, no Pam, no cauliflower, no cornbread, no green beans. Oh, Jaden, do you have fears? Yes. Oh, okay. I was about to say, I was like, is this a trick question? Drop it. I have one thing to say. You better work, bitch. Hey guys, it's Jaden. And Meezy. Welcome to She Did That, your wonderful RuPaul's Drag Race recap for the season. We're talking about episode 9. I think it's called Sex and the Kitty Girl 3. Let's get into it. So, the girls come back, they talk, um, all that shady crap from that got sent to Naomi was happening all last week, ironically. So did Monet. She said, let me send Manila home too. I'm here for it. Um, Then we have a challenge. Basically, we're going to do a mockumentary um, called Sex and the Kitty Girl 3. It's a scripted acting challenge. I'm going to be honest, not a fan. And the girls have to pick, you know, characters to sit there and be. You had Naomi being SJP. You had Latrice being Cynthia Nixon. You had Kim Cattrall being played by Trinity I don't know what that was. Excuse me. Um, Trinity, uh, the tuck. And then you had uh, Kojo being played by Monique. And Monet was somebody, and I still don't know who her her character's name is, nor do I really know. I'll be honest, never watched Sex and the City a day in my life. Just how it is. They acted. They did things. They had a runway. Latrice went home. Let's talk about it. What was your thought of this? I think their acting is probably the best acting I've seen on this show. Typically, everybody's a terrible actor. But they I thought were this right. was horrible. I thought this was horrible. I just... it Okay, so this is where I think it went off the rails for me. I was perfectly fine with all of the, you know, the, the stupid script. I'm, I'm perfectly fine with that. My problem was when the theme for the Met Ball was clowns i was not i was just like is this supposed to be funny 
these are, I, I guess we're not supposed to be taking, I guess like the whole idea of like, yeah, we're not taking this seriously because it's just a show. But at the same time, I'm like, seriously, a clown look. Watch this be a runway for next season. Like, I thought it was fun. And yeah, obviously it wasn't supposed to be taken seriously. It was a parody. It was a mockumentary. So it was supposed to be fun. I think they did that. And I've never watched Sex in the City, but I really think that Sarah Jessica Parker's character is typically like kind of nice and sweet. I don't know. And Naomi was giving off yeah. this I'm better than you vibe. So I'm mm-hmm. not sure that she did that very well. But the rest of I them, think, I can't I think judge she should have pulled back. The rest of them, I can't judge it because I don't know. But it just, it wasn't terrible. I'm, I, I was okay with it. I think Trinity's Kim Cattrall was perfectly fine because I, I don't know. I know who I've, I've seen. I know who she is. Like Cynthia Nixon, they just kept talking about how she was running for governor, essentially. And then like Sarah Jessica Parker, yeah, I don't know. Naomi really missed the mark. She should have pulled back and like, have you ever thought about, do you think some of these people when they, you know, they play up the whole scene of like, oh my God, for the camera, like they actually have seen something, but they've never seen it at all a day in their life. What are you referring to? For example, like Sex in the City, like you have people like Monique who are like, I've never seen this show in my life. And then you have Naomi's like, oh my God, I've seen every episode five times. Do you think she's over-exaggerating? Because I don't think she's over-exaggerating because I've seen every episode of The Office at least 10 times. So. Well, I'm pretty sure you can give a better characterization of Michael Scott than she did. And that's probably true. Okay, yeah, that was questionable because she says she's seen every episode like five times, but then you get in here and... Like, is that just how you saw? Like, were you living in a fantasy? Did you see a Valentina version of the show? That's just not the vibe <laughs> I pick up from her character from the few, like, excerpts and clips that I've seen. No. And I'm just like... So she might have been lying. What? I wouldn't be surprised if she was lying. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yikes. Like, you need to calm down with that. But I was like, okay, well... Other than that, like, that was just the thing that really threw me off because I was like... I don't know why I was focused on that, but I really was. It was just like... Well, when she said that, I expected a lot from her, which is why it made sense that she picked Sarah. I was like, okay, she's going to kill it. Yeah. No. Like, and I get it. Like, she wants to challenge herself, and I'm happy for that. Go ahead. Challenge yourself. But, like, yo, <laughs> calm down. What I really loved was actually Monique coming in and just doing <laughs> what she had to do and, like, just making that character her own. Um, again, never seen the show in my life. So I had no idea what they were talking about. Um, I had like, all I know about Sex in the City is a bunch of, you know, white women who, you know, go to brunch and talk about Mr. Big. Well, okay, I'm still thinking about this, but Naomi probably was lying about loving Sex in the City <laughs> so much because she's like the same age as us, which is around 23, 24 age. And that show was ending right as we became, like, preteens. So it'd be very Mm -hmm. strange for her to have just indulged in Sex in the City. Yeah. And nobody's just just... letting their kid watch Sex in the City. That's why I had never watched it, because I was so young. So she she probably was lying. (laughs) She just wanted to relate. I'm just saying. Well, she lied, and... um... But I don't know. I think I think Trinity is doing a really good job giving you a very Kim Cattrall esque Samantha impression. It's funny because you know Monique's outfit. I mean not Monique's Monet's outfit. She came there ready to play Samantha, 
um because that outfit was taken straight from the screen there's this uh picture going around of like money money i need them not being the same season again this is oof. uh with uh monet uh her outfit was the exact same as samantha's and well if she would have won that wonderful um you know rock paper scissors match i would have loved to see like what she could have done i don't know but i think trinity did what she had to do and you know like tim gunn said make it work and that's what happened i think overall was the challenge was unnecessary it it could have been skipped Agreed. it's just like what do acting challenges really do for anybody Mm, I would have loved like a so I, I truly think that I would have loved like a sewing challenge in this instance because if I'm like you know what or a ball like, I thought it was gonna be a ball that's what I really, I really thought that's what it was gonna be that's what I would have loved like but I know like that's that, I don't think balls are traditional like all-star things but like I would have loved another ball look for all of them because that had just been something like different than like a waste because drag race has this time when they start like going through like little spurts of like this is a pointless challenge we could have done something different for this challenge and it feels like a lot of episodes start, are now becoming like filler episodes yeah which you shouldn't you know have filler episodes in a competition show exactly and i don't know who who the editor is or anything like that but they're feeling like edit, they're feeling like filler episodes and i was reading a vulture article and they were like they gave this four out of five stars and i would say this episode only got four out of five stars when they started talking about who to eliminate, that was it. Like, this is not like this is not like yeah, whoa, the rest wow. Of it was forgettable. It was subpar at most. Um, but it, it, you know, they did what they had to do. Do, you, but do you think that they should do improv or scripted challenges more? Because I personally love improv challenges. An improv challenge is better where they just set the scene for them and then they come up, and that's where you find out who's funny. You know, all that. That's much better than a yeah. scripted acting challenge. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I love, um, there's this, uh, the, the big improv challenge that I'm thinking of is back from um, All Stars 3 and where uh, Trinity and, and Kennedy just killed it. And because they just gave them a character and they ran with it and they made it work for them. And I was like, this is what we should have done. And I don't know. It is what it is. But, like, now we're actually at, like, top four. So, like, who should win All-Stars? I want Naomi to win. That's who I'm rooting for. I'm... If if there is nothing, like, intervening with anything and next week's episode is just like let's get to the runway let's get to the thing let's do the song and based off of like i hate saying the word report card i think it's been overused at this point but based on a report card i think trinity is going to win but who i really want to win is any of the black queens because i truly think that the one the the hall of fame needs a black queen and two like I'm just here for them. Like Monique, Monet, and Naomi, they all hold their own little special weights. Even Trinity, to some extent, like holds her own special weight. But I really think that the people that can embody like the whole idea of what it means to be like a queen and just to see what they can do with a crown, that would be interesting to see what a black queen could actually do. I don't do. understand. Because we. 
Go ahead. I don't understand why people keep saying that, well, I'm going to choose a person that will represent the legacy the best. And blah. Why does that matter? Because if somebody wins this because. competition, then that means they will be able to represent the legacy. And y'all talking about... They instantly represent. Yeah, like y'all talking about who's going to do the right things and not just use it for mis- music videos. Y'all sound salty. Y'all sound a little butthurt. It's- yeah. And I feel like that was really pointed towards Alaska and Trixie. But at the same time, Trixie's like an iTunes artist and like Trixie's also in the zeitgeist known by Dolly Parton and everything like that. Alaska's uh, practically a Lady Gaga personator at this point. Go is like she's in the zeitgeist also. So like they each have their own ways of like doing things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they each hold their own weights for their own special things. These older queens just be salty and that's kind of just what it is. Yeah, so hopefully, I, I don't know. I think that any of the queens would be nice, but it's also so interesting to see what a a winning, like a post-crowned um, drag race queen acts like. Because I'm going to be honest, Sasha Velour, I don't think Sasha Velour would have been, well, I, I truly just don't know. I don't think Sasha Velour would have been doing what she does now um, at the level she's doing it if she was not a crowned queen. I'm just going to say it, like... I think Sasha Velour, like, I don't know how to explain it, but, like, Sasha Velour's looks and overall, like, yeah, that that mind is always there. But, like, at the level of what it is and how we all see it, it would not be the same. She would just be one of those, oh, my God, Sasha Velour is such an underrated queen. You know what I'm saying? Like, you instantly become an underrated queen when you become in second. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. It's just an interesting thing. But, you like, I agree. I just would love I said anyone black. Oh, you got to pick one. <laughs> um, oh my God, that's so hard because I truly love Monet and Monique and Naomi in like their own special ways. So I'm going to say Monet. However, if these alleged rumors are true, we'll see. We'll, we will see next week. We'll get back to you on that. Um, <laughs> but anyway... We'll be right back. And we're back <laughs> with our wonderful section. What the hell? You can go ahead and start it off. Uh-huh. Okay. So what the hell? I'm over these scripted acting challenges and I'm over these filler episodes. I kind of want Drag Race to go back to a time in which it was, I don't like, ah, it just, it sounds so bad to say like, oh my God, I, I hearken for the days of old Drag Race when it was so good and not mainstream. But at the same time, like that's what made people love Drag Race. And maybe it's the fact that I'm getting older or the fact that like, you know, this show has just become like so big, like so fast. And it's always in my face at this point. But like, I don't know. I just really want, I really am just hoping that season 11 is something expire, inspiring, like something different than what we've been getting the past couple seasons. I just, I just, I don't know. The show has definitely changed a lot. It's gotten really cookie cutter. Every season really seems to be getting more and more the same. Agreed. And I don't know how I feel about that necessarily because like, 
it just it i don't know if that takes away from like what it truly means but it maybe it's just the fact that i'm growing up to the point of like maybe it's time to do watch actually go to a watch party for like this show instead instead of me like just watching by myself you know what i'm saying to find a way to enjoy it differently i disagree if i have to go to a watch party to make your show fun then it's become like football and it sucks no, no, no. But for me, it's one of those things of like, I think it's one of those things of like, I I think that it's a, it's a part of me growing and finding new, new environments, new friends and stuff like that for me. And maybe it's just a fact of like, I don't know how to explain it. This is just, I don't know. Well, what I can say is that I think a big reason of why it's changing is because the culture of the drag race queens is really changing everybody wants to make sure that they make a good impression on screen so that they quote-unquote get fans or have fans or don't have people attacking them but that comes with being a celebrity like I say this all the time but I really don't think most of these queens could handle being big time celebrities like Kim Kardashian level because they start boohooing over a couple hundred people you know leaving mean stuff on their comments so I could not imagine if they had the entirety of America's eye on them. Pointed. Good point. I just, I think that with, you know, how, you know, I agree with you and the fact that, you know, since Drag Race has changed so much and become so, like, in your face, but at the same time, I don't know. I just wish that, you know, we kind of go back to the old untucked or just the fact of, like, when you go into this competition, you understand, like, most people who go on reality television for the first time, you understand, like, you're going on the show to go on the show. You're not going on the show to create a storyline. You're literally going there to be a part of the experience. And what happens, happens. And you take it how it is. Like, I'm so sick of, like, these people trying to produce themselves. And I think that is what's making everybody come off very inauthentic. Because it does, it calls to question a lot of, like, the authenticity, authenticity when you actually see these people. Or you actually go to their shows. Or you find ways to support them just be real like we're never gonna i don't feel like we're never gonna go back and get those moments of like a shangela sugar daddy moment yeah because everybody is trying to be too polite and nice yeah yeah and it's just i, I don't know that's what i hearken for i really do hearken for those days so hopefully like season 11 going forward that these new girls actually are like fuck all that you know, I'm here. And then, you know, Miss Vanjie Vanessa Vanjie Mateo is going to tell it like it is. And she's not about that social media. She is, but like, she's so real about it that it does not matter. And that's what we need. More people in that instance of being like, let me just tell you what I need to say. Yeah, because like Pheromone, she, how she tweeted like, funny how when I'm crying is just get over it versus other people, blah, blah. Why you didn't say it when you was in the room? Yeah. Twitter fingers. Twitter like, fingers. <laughs> anyway, this brings us to our next section, drama queens. So a Drag Race alum is now, well, we're shooting this after um, the Grammys, so I'm going to say, um, Grammy award-winning artist Cardi B and maybe top four, well, top four Drag Race All-Stars 4 alum Monet Exchange, possible winner, were in a Pepsi commercial together. Two, actually. And I'm just, 
I'm here for it. Like, I really am. I'm so proud of Monet. I'm so proud of, like, the people who are actually seeing her for what it is. I'm going to be honest. If Monet wins, though, I know, side note to Drama Queens, but if Monet wins and Bob's a winner also, like, that just makes my life so much better. Like, I don't know why, but I just feel like that is such, a, like, a vindicated moment for, like, the both of them. Because, like, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Also, Shangela was on Ariana Grande's new album, if you didn't know. Um, she was on NASA. She's the one that says uh, the one step, a giant step for woman, womankind. Um, other than that, there hasn't really been any shady, you know, drama this week. People have kind of been a little quiet. Um, except I did see uh, some Honey Davenport shade is already starting, which honestly, like, stop leaving shit under people's comments on Instagram. Like, stop being a bitch. Like, you know damn well you don't want to get bullied. Honey hasn't done nothing to nobody. This brings us to... Category is... Kitty Cat Couture. Awesome. So, you know, let's just get into this, like, straight up. Let's just call it like it is. Latrice Royale. Boot. Nope. Not here for this. It was the same dress. The same dress we've been getting. I did appreciate the change in hair. It was very nice. She has given us that... Beyonce lemonade tour vibes hair, but not even. Yeah, it was cropped. not even. Oh wow, she okay. So honestly, I'm gonna be honest. Latrice, the one good thing about Latrice, and it was the, the same one good thing about the one good thing about Latrice is that you know she does try you know different exotic hairstyles. I will say that, but at the same time, this is just a hair show hair with crimped. Which just crimped. It's hair really hair. not though, because are you kidding me? This hair was down. It was half up, half down. You just hate Latrice's wigs. Just admit it. You hate it so <sighs> okay, much that you fine. can't recognize when it's a good one. Maybe that's the truth. I just feel like I've been I've been given the same too much. But yeah, no, this was not good. I did not like this. I think this should have been more regal. And what what kitty cat? What does kitty cat couture have to do with like a zebra and a giraffe print on your on your dress? I don't think she was prepared for this, which is weird. I don't know how you're not prepared for it, but she definitely was not prepared. No, I think someone told her, like, oh, my God, I have this dress. I don't have the time. Um, maybe I do have the time. Oh, my God. Um, I have this lion airbrush dress. Uh, I think it's going to fit. It's going to go with a Lion King theme. But I don't think, yeah, I think you're right. She wasn't prepared. But this was very intentional. It definitely was. Either she wasn't prepared or she really thought it went off. Yeah, which either way. It was just way on. too basic. <laughs> it was way too basic. Like, yo, like, yikes. Also, I'm noticing something. It also fits really odd under um under your boob because it starts pulling up. And I think that has to do with the fact that she's, you know, began wearing a corset and it's just not fitting the way that she wants it to. But, that could be it. You know, I just think like if you're going to go with this, you should have went with um, I showed you that video from Drag Race Thailand of them doing that that runway. There's this runway from like episode five, season two, where one of the queens does like this Lion King like vibe with the whole like Lion King Broadway vibe. And I'm just saying, like, that would have been some shit if, like, Latrice came out here, painted her face like a cat with, like, this big giant prosthetic. That would have been, like, amazing. But this is fine. And when I say fine, I mean, next. Monet Exchange. 
I wasn't a big fan of it, but I was living for the face paint. She really did that with the makeup. She looked like a Care Bear dog. What? What? Um, you know what? Yeah, these ears were off. But honestly, the Pink Panther's ears are weird like this. Uh, I guess that's true, but she was also like a neon pink. And that doesn't... That doesn't change the fact that she looks like a Care Bear. She should have picked a pattern. She should have picked either go with full-on latex or go on full-on this sparkly vibe. The Pink Panther also doesn't have any stripes. That's his belly. The Pink... The, Pink's Panther's be- the Pink Panther's belly is a lighter shade of pink than her body. She has stripes. Where? On her face. That's a highlight to give you the, the, cat, uh, the cat look. I guess the pink panther is all pink. Yeah, no, I think there should have been like one shade, one outfit, like one cohesive look. Also, I just find it funny for like Monet's um uh her photo shoots for these pictures. They've heavily photoshopped the shit out of them. <laughs> like you know, you don't look like that at all. It's her but... truth, I guess. Well, living in that Valentina, this is my Pink Panther fantasy. And uh, yeah, and I, I saw this wonderful meme on like Reddit about like <laughs> Monet said Monet knew that uh, to win All Stars you have to be uh, you have to be blonde, hence the blonde hair. But next, Monique Hart. I like Monique's. It was a tiger. It wasn't anything crazy. Good face paint. She it was a tiger? Is she not orange and white? She's puss in boots. I still got tiger from it, though. Until she said puss in boots, I was like, okay, whatever. Oh, I knew instantly. I said, look at that hat. Look. I didn't even think this of is that Ant- until she said it. This is Antonio Banderas and Strack. Like, I, you know, that, that story could have been a little longer, but like, I just said like, this is so good. Like, wow, Monique, this is a look. This is such a good look. I love this so much. Like, oh, I have nothing other, I have nothing bad to say, except this is just such a good look. Next. Naomi Smalls. I like that Naomi went out of the box. She didn't come out dressed like a cat. She wasn't in a dress that was just covered in cat print. I think Mm -hmm. very well. She looks very cute. I like the differences of this. I like that she went out of the box also. Because, you know, when you're like, you don't want to have a situation where you have like four different kimono looks again, you know? So let's do something different. I really appreciate this. This is really cool. Nothing bad. Next. Trinity the Tuck. Hmm. Hers was also basic. It was a cat look. Cool. I wish she would have gone with like a face paint. I really do. I think this would have been much better if like she would have given you a full on face paint. 
but at the same time, like what I'm getting is like Catwoman vibes, but like Catwoman wanted to go out on the town and, you know, give you something that's not black. You know, she wanted to be seen this time. She was taking your diamonds. Um, That's what I was getting from this. Um, yeah, I think the cat suits were just very basic to me. They did the they did the challenge well, but I just okay, cool. You did what you were supposed to do. I will say, for the people that were that did the true cat suit in this challenge, though, this is probably one of the best. Um, these are what you should at least aim for when it comes to body suits, because I'll never forget season seven. It was like, show us the new challenge or whatever like that. I don't know. But, like, everybody was looking all types of fucked up. Like, everybody was bunching. Everything was not down. Like, and I guess some people have an advantage. And um, someone was saying, like, detox and Trinity because, like, they can just easily find things that are just so form-fitting and it fits so well for them. But, like. Yeah, if you have a more girly shape, it's going to be easier for you. A little bit more plastic here, a little plastic there, silicone here. You know, change your life. That brings us to She Did That. Who did that this episode for you? I am still going to give... Actually, let me give my She Did That to Monique. No explanation. I'm giving it to her. Okay, well, I'm giving it also to Monique because you know what? She really did that. She came to play the game, and I'm just so proud. Like, the fact of where she's at right now. She went from being in eighth place season 10 with no wins to being out here top four, possibly a winner next week with, like, what, three, four wins or something like that? Like, that's amazing. Like, such a progression. Like, this is what people come on All Stars to do, to show out. And Monique has done it. I think that, though, if Monique would have came back, if Monique would have given herself at least two more years and came back on All-Stars, she would have won instantly because of how strong she's a competitor and just that growth mm-hmm. period. I think she would have won instantly. but Because there's a little falters this season, but like she has done it how we wanted it to be done. And I'm just so proud. And like honestly, shout out to all these queens. Um, every single one of them who's come back. Some more than others. Thank you so much for tuning into our show this week. We really appreciate it. If you want to keep us up with us outside of Spotify and Anchor or whatever platform you're listening to this on, you can follow us on Twitter at she did that pod. And our personal accounts, mine is at Almedia. Mine is at Jaden L. Bradley. And we will see you next week. Yes, because there's not a waiting period for this finale. And we're here for it. Bye. Bye.